One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Since 2013, Bombus has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com/acast and use code acast for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com/acast code acast. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com/weightloss. That's plushcare.com/weightloss. It's the Round Ball Rock Podcast, free agency spectacular, starring Dave Schilling, Julius Randall, Taj Gibson, Joey Devine, John McEnroe, Reggie Bullock. Sean Keen, Larry David, Bobby Fists of Fury Portis, musical guest JD and the Straight Shot, and now the temporary host of Round Ball Rock, Joey Devine. Hi, it's me, Joey Devine, your temporary host of Round Ball Rock, and we are here with a free agency madness episode. It is 12.32 a.m. on Monday morning, after the wildest day in NBA history. I'm Mm -hmm. here, as always, with my co-host, Sean Keen. Sean, how are you? I'm good. I'm a little overwhelmed. I'm incredibly overwhelmed. So I was, I was, I, I know to... one thing, mm-hmm. Goran Dragic did not get traded. That is the one thing I know. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, because the Dallas Mavericks are just a great organization. <laughs> we'll get to that, though. What were you going to say, Sean? Oh, I, uh, I got assigned to write a column about free agency. Mm. But I had to, I was working tonight, so I also, like, I wrote a thing this morning, mm-hmm. uh, and then Katie went to the Nets and everything got really crazy, mm-hmm. and so I wrote a new thing starting at, like, 2.30 Pacific, mm-hmm. um, and then I finished it, but then I had to rewrite it mm-hmm. uh, 
because some other stuff happened. Mm-hmm. And then I'd submitted it. Uh, it went live. And then the Warriors put together a sign-in trade. So I had to rewrite it again on my phone mm-hmm. and ended it, ended up uh, dictating stuff to my editor. And I felt like I was like covering the 1906 World Series or something. <laughs> I was like, D'Angelo Russell, see? He's a splash nephew now, see? <laughs> anyway, that's why the column has a lot of C's in it, where mm-hmm. you're like, why would why would you be doing that? Um, anyway, it was... Uh, I still don't really understand um, what most teams did. Mm-hmm. There's, there's like one team that makes perfect sense to me and there's like there's only like a little bit of confusion and that's the milwaukee well hey hold on don't yeah yeah don't we'll get to all that later okay we have to do stuff at top at the top you're right you're right first off uh hey we've had a pretty good month here listenership wise uh and if you're new to the show first off thanks for listening um, but secondly, please feel free to give us five stars on whatever podcast uh, catcher, iTunes, on iTunes. Give us five stars on iTunes. Nothing, nothing less and unfortunately nothing more. iTunes does not allow you to give 12 stars, which is really frustrating for us. Um, also, we want to hear from you at RoundRockPod on Twitter or at RoundRockPod at gmail.com. Uh, and also, if you think we're good enough to uh, help us eat food, uh, you can always donate money to our <laughs> Patreon, <laughs> uh, which is available at patreon.com slash roundrockpod. Uh, five bucks a month gets you an extra episode a week. And um, after this week, we're going down to two episodes a week, one epi- one free episode a week for a while. So you might want to might want to download if you want the Sean and Joey in your life that uh, you'll be missing. Um, we also have a phone number. Right, Sean? We do. Yeah, yeah sorry. We do. I, was <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I was like, yeah, we do. Um, and got a, got a call. We, we've had some calls recently. Yeah. Uh, before I play that call, though, I want to tell the listeners, please give us a call and leave us a message. It's 323-682-0342. And uh, just a little hint for you listeners. Um, sometimes Sean forgets we have a phone number and he answers the phone. So yeah, well, uh, it doesn't, if you want to yeah. talk to Sean. <laughs> I mean, it's true. I should know that No, there's no reason to ever pick up my phone. Mm-hmm. Um, but occasionally it'll be somebody I know and I'm like, oh, that's weird that they'd be calling me. And then I realize as I'm picking up that, uh, they're trying to call the Google voice number uh, which directly to my phone. But anyway, we have Sean, mm-hmm. a very, uh, sinister call, I would say. Yeah. Um, it- there's a yeah. Twitter account that Sean and I discovered, mm-hmm. um, and we've been trying to give it as much. It's the it's one of my favorite Twitters. Um, it's called at Lakers Paladin, and uh, it's he's like a mix of con- a conspiracy theorist and a Lakers fan. Is that how you'd explain? It? He's like that is yeah. He's like he's if like... QAnon were for were like. Uh, 
were only about Rob Palenka. That's a really good description. And uh, it he he's like a truth seeker, kind of. He kinda, supports yeah. like... I'm trying to think of how he would... No, it is like QAnon. <laughs> and and Rob Palinka is like the Hillary Clinton. And the John D. Podesta. <laughs> and the John D. Podesta. I would say Palinka is the John D. Podesta and Jeannie Buss is the Hillary Clinton, right? Well, no, she's like... <laughs> it's more It's more like... His worldview is that Rob Palinka is like the Rasputin. Mm-hmm. And Jeannie Buss is like the Tsarina. Yeah. And the Lakers franchise is the sick little boy that no one else can heal. (laughs) Anyway, uh, we started giving this. We literally do not know the person who runs this account. Um, And it's not one of us. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. And we started Uh, giving it retweets. Much like the scoop, people think. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Much like the scoop, people think it's us, but I swear to God, it's not. Um, can, I, can I read you just a recent Lakers Paladin tweet? Yes. I will never stop standing up to Rob Palenka, Linda Rambis, her husband, and Jeannie Buss, exclamation point. I will always fight for hashtag Laker Nation, hashtag the Paladin promise. <laughs> and before that, uh, now I'll be able to get my LeBron 23 jersey on sale. Glad I waited a year. Hashtag patience saves Paladin pockets. Hashtag finances. <laughs> hashtag Paladin principles. So he's doing like a little more branding, he or she. <laughs> yeah, it could be a she. Um, <laughs> uh, some other good Lakers Paladin tweets. Uh... <laughs> Uh, on draft night, he tweeted, I like Zion's choice to not wear a tie. Be comfortable, young man. This is your day. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That was good. And uh, my favorite Lakers Paladin tweet of all, my nephew who told me to start this account has me blocked now. <laughs> anyway, we started retweeting Lakers Paladin mm-hmm. and he started listening to the show. Apparently. Or she, apparently. Anyway, we got a call from Lakers Paladin, and we're going to play it right now. I think that's enough backstory for the listeners, well, just, Craig. Just, uh, he does appear, he or she does appear to be uh, using some sort of device or software to uh, anonymize uh, he, his or her voice, their voice. Um. So, yeah, let's play that call from Lakers Paladin right now. Yeah, yeah. This is Lakers Paladin. I'm calling as free agency approaches because I have some very, very serious news that I don't want to put out on my Twitter feed for fear of reprisal from the dark forces within the Lakers organization. I believe that Rob Polinka is behind all the negative press. So as to kind of build up a rise of the Phoenix situation when he signed a good player come free agency. He executed the Anthony Davis trade, but he's been very silent. Poisonous Palinka is still among us, and I'm very concerned, but I can't put this on Twitter 
I needed someone with a huge platform like Round Ball Rock to disseminate this information because if I put it on Twitter, Genie and Polinka will get me out of there. And I need to keep speaking smaller truths on my Twitter account. It's very important. It's very, very important because Rob Polinka is about to just take over the Lakers organization and continue to slander the legend Magic Johnson and make it look like everything was Magic's fault. Magic is not good at his job. I can see. Oh, okay, I think somebody's coming. I have to go. Sean, who did Lakers Paladin say is coming? I got everything but that. (laughs) I could not tell. Uh, I mean, I would think it would be, maybe it was Kurt Rambis, or as he (laughs) refers to him, Linda Rambis' husband. (laughs) Who is less powerful in the Lakers organization? Look, okay. Sometimes I think the Lakers Paladin might be a little bit paranoid, and then I realize that the Lakers have a shadow owner. Mm-hmm. So, like... Who Kawhi won't meet with. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they the also one, have a the, shadow president now. Yes, because, because Kawhi Magic is Johnson's meeting with Magic Johnson, but he doesn't work there anymore. <laughs> well, I wonder if it's like the Skull and Bone Society, where... If if someone asks you if you're in Skull and Bones, you have to like immediately leave the room. <laughs> Which again, but just tip to Skull and Bones, uh, you're kind of giving away that you're in Skull and Bones by doing such a dramatic thing. Hey, be nice to Skull and Bones. Yeah, I mean, I guess I guess you're right. I'm in Skull and Bones. Whoops! Uh, no, the podcast is over. <laughs> um, anything else you want to say about Lakers Paladin other than everyone follow Lakers yeah, Paladin? Lakers Paladin. It's, it's easy to remember. Um, all right. Should we start this? What is Ooh. ostensibly going to be a three-hour podcast of us just naming moves? Yeah, it's like a it's like an orgy, but not like the fun kind. Yeah, this is tedious for me. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, some of the moves the moves were fun as they were going on, but recapping them now, ugh. Who am I, the Danny Larue? <laughs> Look, let's not let's not bother with fucking details, except yeah. if we're like, yeah. Well, I mean, we should say how much the money is for, but other than that. <laughs> Um. All right, let's uh go to free agency. It's time for free agency, and this is not a time for robots. Robots have no agency, so take it away, Jim Gray. Well, everybody is on pins and needles across the country. Would you like to sleep on it a little longer? Or are you ready to make this decision? You were able to be recruited because you went straight to the NBA from high school. So have you enjoyed this recruiting process now? How many people know your decision right now? When did you decide? So the last time you changed your mind was yesterday? So does the team that you're going to, that you'll announce in a few minutes, do they know your decision? Do you have any doubts about your decision? Well, you've had everybody else biting their nails, so I guess it's time for them to stop chewing. The answer to the question everybody wants to know, what's your decision? 
I believe in the four-point line. I believe soup is the perfect food. I believe in a Belichick Popovich presidential ticket. I believe that every DiCaprio movie would be just a little bit better as a Matt Damon movie. Free agency. All right, Sean. Where? How do you want to do this? I think we should go by teams because otherwise... It's just like we'll keep having to go back to the teams. Um, You know what I want to do first, actually? We have an incomplete list here, but it's a pretty complete list. Uh, I think we should take turns saying half of the list micro machine style and see how fat who can do it faster. Do you want the okay, left side gonna... or the right side? Um, I'll take the I'll take the right side. Um, okay, let me set up a timer here get, real quick. Yeah, yeah. Or are we going to trade off? Um, do you we do each the, do our blast? We each, we're going to do our blast. We're going to see how fast we can do it. And then, yeah. uh, um, because at least this will be something fun, maybe? I don't know. <laughs> Is this fun? The whole fun? thing's going to be, it's going to be really fun, Joey. <laughs> okay, good. Uh, all right, you do the left side. Go. Wait, I'm doing the left side? Okay. Oh, sorry. Right. This the right side. Okay. Okay, ready? Uh, Go. Jeremy Lamb, Pacers, three years, 31 and a half million. Damian Lillard, Trailblazer, six years, 258 million. Brooke Lopez-Busk, four years, 52. Robin Lopez-Busk, two years, 9.8. Chris Middleton, Bucks, five years, 178. Jamal Murray, Nuggets, five year, 170. Mike Muscala, Thunder, unknown! Chris Epsorzingis, Mavericks, five, 158. Bobby Portis, Knicks, 231. What?! Dwight Powell, Mavericks, three-year, 33. Julius Randle, Knicks, three-year, 63. J.J. Reddick, Pelicans, two-year, 26.5. Derrick Rose, Pistons, two-year, 15. Terrence Ross, Magic, four-year, 54. Terry Rozier, Hornets, three-year, 58. Ricky Rubio, Suns, three-year, 51. D'Angelo Russell, Warriors, four-year, 117. Mike Scott, Sixers, two-year, 9.8. Garrett Temple, Nets, two-years, 10. Clay Thompson, Warriors, five years, 190. Jonas Valanciunas, Grizzlies, three year, 45. Nikola Vucevic, Magic, four year, 100. Kevin Walker, Celtics, four years, 141. Dennis Young, Bulls, three year, 41. Okay, you did that in 53 seconds. In, uh, 53 seconds. Okay, great. Um, all right. Al Camino, Magic, three year, 29. Trevor Ariza, Kings, two year, 25. Harrison Barnes, Kings, four year, 85. Uh, Patrick Beverly, Clippers, three years, 40. Boyan Bogdanovich, Jazz, four-year 73. Malcolm Brogdon, Pacers, four-year 85. Thomas Bryant, Wizards, three years 25 million. Reggie Bullock, Knicks, two-year 21 million. Jimmy Butler, Heat, four-year 141 million. Damari Carroll, Spurs, two-year 13 million. Sounds pretty good. Ed Davis, Jazz, two-year 10 million. Dwayne Dedman, Kings, three years 40 million dollars. Kevin Durant, Nets, four years 164. Rudy Gay, Spurs, two years 32 million. Todd Gives it Knicks two years, $20 million? Gerald Green Rockets one year, question mark? Tobias Harris, Sixers, <laughs> five years, $180 million? Mario Hazonia, Trailblazers, what? Two years, $3.6 million? George Hill Bucks, three years, $29 million? Rodney Hood, Trailblazers, two years, $16 million? Al Horford, Sixers, what? Sixers? Four years, $109 million? Denewell House, Rockets, three years, $11 million? Kyrie Irving's a net? DeAndre Jordan, Nets, four years, $40 million, huh? All right, that was a minute 15. <laughs> Look, you had to, you had Alfa Rugaminu and Boyan Bogdanovich, your first five names. <laughs> Which is some bullshit. Um, all right. 
Let's go team by team. Sean, uh, yes. What happened with the Milwaukee Bucks today? Okay, the Milwaukee Bucks. They kept Chris Middleton, who got a, a five-year, $178 million contract, which apparently is... Uh, one of like one of the largest. It's the third contracts. largest contract ever. <laughs> it's like it, it. It's crazy to look at this because when it first got reported, it was like he was a second round pick and he just signed the largest non supermax in NBA history, I think. And then Tobias Harris signed a larger contract. Um, so basically. They kept Chris Middleton. They kept Brooke Lopez. They ended up keeping George Hill. Mm-hmm. Surprising. Also, George yeah. Hill got paid a lot more money I thought than I thought he was going to get. Yeah, but but I'm like, yeah, that seems pretty good. No, no, yeah, we yeah. don't know any of the options or non guarantees on these things. Like, we don't care about that though. That's yeah. for slammed up. I'll There's a reason the, slammed up exists, and I'll that bring is up that. I'll bring up the one I know when it comes up, but it's not a big deal. Um, but the most important thing they did was they added Robin Lopez. Hell yeah, dude! He also tweeted about the sorting hat today. Yes, we should get into that. Um, so let me just read you his original tweet. Um, There's. While you're finding that tweet, I do want to bring up, I saw a tweet going around today where someone was like, hey, just a reminder, Robin and Brooke have two cats that hate each other, and that's why they can't live together. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, they're also grown men. (laughs) Well, Sort of. (laughs) Yes. But, But at the time, their cats weren't getting along, and they both lived in New York. Brooke Lopez was living with a different brother of his. Mm -hmm. So... Yes, I get it. I, I mean, also... I get why the third Lopez brother has to live with one of the Lopez brothers. <laughs> yeah. But the two millionaire ones definitely don't have to live together. I'm, you I'm, know just what saying, I mean? <laughs> I'm just saying that Brooke is a millionaire and chose to live with one of his brothers. So it's also it's New York City. It's very expensive. Mm-hmm. Um, so <laughs> Robin Lopez tweeted, this has all been very exciting. But this would be so much more fun if done by Sorting Hat. There's no question in my mind Julius Randall is a Hufflepuff. Think about it, Adam Silver. Mm-hmm. And then um and then a follow-up later was Have you guys seen Brooke? Dude's a spaz. Hufflepuff all the way, man. Which um is a bit they stole from our show. It's true. It's true. <laughs> now we given verbatim, we had Brooke calling Robin the Hufflepuff, I believe. But I that believe is... they were debating. Yes, <laughs> uh, Robin does claim that he is a Ravenclaw, no doubt. Though I, though he had one summer in 2012 where he was slithering through and through. I wonder what he did. He murdered a guy. <laughs> he killed a guy. <laughs> Slither- <laughs> look, that look it. Maybe one of the weaknesses at Hogwarts is, you know, putting 25% of the student population into murder house. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know magic that much. So also um, read another book, everyone. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of uh, not reading another book, I just want to deliver this quote. Um, the last time they were in New York, um, someone asked if, when Robin when Robin was traded to the Knicks from the sorry when he signed with the Knicks, 
uh, and Brooke was already on the nets. They asked if he'd let Robin, if they would live together. And Brooke said uh, he would invite his brother to live under his staircase. Mm-hmm. Uh, accommodations, the New York Times said, referred to that as co- accommodations similar to those endured by the literary character Harry Potter. Mm. Thank you, New York Times, mm. for specifying that he was a literary character. Uh, <laughs> I'm surprised they weren't like Mr. Potter's home under the staircase. Uh, uh, Eric uh, Freeman had an amazing Lopez Brothers well, let me, let me, tweet can today. I, can I, sure. Let me just, yeah. Uh, so Robin's response to that was a very muggle response. I think obviously he's trying to hinder or suppress whatever mystical abilities I may have. He can't understand them, and I don't blame him for that. It's pretty pretty open minded by by Robin. Um, our friend of the show, Eric Freeman. Look, we're gonna get off the Lopez brothers in a minute because there's so much to do. But he tweeted today, "quote I once interviewed the Lopez twins, and they wouldn't tell me the premise of a fantasy novel series because they considered it too innovative to describe in any detail. <laughs> and then the follow-up question, the follow-up tweet is: To be clear, this series was their idea, and they didn't want it stolen. Oh my god! <laughs> I mean, it's going to be so much more productive that they're on one team, but also, I mean, this is this is something I've been pitching for a little while, you should be able to have twin brothers take up a single roster spot. Mm-hmm. The Morris twins yeah. still out there lobbying for that. I'm sure. <laughs> yeah. They're both free well, they're agents both, right now. I'm sort of surprised they're not both New York Knicks already, <laughs> but uh, this is, this is where the Lakers max room is going to end up going. Right. Um, okay. Other thing with the bucks, uh, Malcolm Brogdon is gone. Uh, yeah, that seems like they kind of cheaped out on that one, I'm going to be honest. Well, they kind of had to pick three out of the four. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I just kind of think. Many, how many point guards do you think they need to have on the roster? I just think George Hill is the one you let leave because he's like 35 or whatever, you know? Uh, I think you weren't paying attention to his incredible playoff performance. Oh, I know. <laughs> uh, I also kind of think, yeah, he's 33. Um, uh, I, I feel like it's, I don't know. I, I, I was, I feel like that is probably like, I don't think Malcolm Brogdon is, I think he's good, but, um, like well, we'll get to easy. him when we yeah, get to the Pacers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, but they ma- they managed to get uh, Indiana's first round pick next year and a couple of future picks. So that mm, so um, uh, some people really care about that. I do not. All right, all right. I, mean, I just I think it's good they got something back. Sure. Yes. Well, we'll get to that later. Um, the Brooklyn Nets added KD, mm-hmm. Kyrie. Yeah, Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving. Oh, that's, that's Kyrie Irving. Joey. Yeah, yeah. Uh, DeAndre Jordan uh-huh. and Garrett Temple. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. They traded some people away, but we'll get to that later. Yeah, um, yeah. We're only doing ads, I think, here. Um, so here's my question for you, Sean. Mm-hmm. Um, did the Nets remember they had... Uh, Jared Allen on their team? 
Well, you know, I I understand the question there, but um, they also basically lost to the 76ers because of their inability to get a single rebound in a four in a five game series. Mm-hmm. Like they were getting just killed by the size. So I understand the inclination to have uh, DeAndre Jordan help with like, I think he might be kind of washed, but he still rebounds and sets screens. So, well, more importantly, he's Kevin this Durant. was part. Yeah, he's. Kevin Durant came here because these are his friends. Mm-hmm. All Kevin Durant wants is a best friend. That's basically, I don't know if you read the Marcus Thompson piece that Marcus Thompson wrote today, but he was just like, yeah, Kevin Durant kind of left because he and Steph Curry didn't become best friends. They mm-hmm. like each other, but they're not best friends. And that's all <laughs> Kevin Durant wants. Also, apparently... <laughs> Which is the saddest motivation a professional athlete has ever had, I think. <laughs> I mean, I guess, but isn't LeBron's motivation is that he wants to, like, reunite the basketball team he had when he was 15? Yes. It's like, there's a lot of, like, weird Charles Foster Kane psychological stuff that happens, like... LeBron's going to be on his deathbed and he's going to be like muttering the name of the point guard he played with when he was 12. And he's like, I still remember every dribble he made. <laughs> um, but yeah, apparently his best friends in the NBA are Kyrie Irving, DeAndre Jordan, and Quinn Cook. Well, and uh, Alonzo Re- Trier. That's the other one. Oh, is Alonzo Trier his yeah. buddy? Yeah, yeah. That's weird. What's weird about that is that um, Alonso Trier is like significantly younger than Kevin Durant. Yeah, right? but I think he's from the the DMV or whatever. I mean, I get. <laughs> I, I understand that, but he, well, he's not that much younger. I guess he's. I guess he's a little older than I thought. Um. Anyway. Uh, no, he. He like, lived in Oklahoma. I think they met when he was in Oklahoma City. Weird. Okay. Um, this team is going to be really fucking good, right? Even yeah, next I, year with no, KD Hurt? I think they're going to be awesome. Uh, some people don't believe that Kyrie Irving is like a big upgrade. Uh, he is a huge upgrade. <laughs> like, like, just... I don't know if Kyrie Irving is like the most valuable guy in the regular season. Uh, he's an extremely good player to have at the playoffs. But uh, also, here's the thing. They're going to have Karis LeVert, who was their best player last year, actually uh-huh. healthy all year. Yeah. And, uh, he could... and Spencer Dinwiddie is still there. Jared Allen is still there. Uh-huh. Uh, my man Rodeones is still uh-huh. there. <laughs> Uh, Dazan Musa is there, but also Joe like, Harris added, still there. Well, they also they also um, added Torian Prince. Yes, who, who can is just good play defense and play. They just have a bunch of guys who can play a lot of positions. Like Levert can play point guard. He can also play small forward. Uh, you know, Torian Prince can play the two or the three. No, Torian Probably. Prince is a three four. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. Well, yeah either yeah, yeah. way. Uh, you you like they were they were they are definitely much bigger than they used to be. Yeah. Kuruks and Musa are both small forwards, I think. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Those guys are maybe not gonna play that much, but but uh 
they just have a ton of guys that are like 25 and younger. Yeah. Uh, and, this is going to be the best team in the East for a very long time, I think. Uh, I mean, not next year, but uh, probably after that, yeah. Uh, They're pretty set. Yeah. They just, didn't, they just didn't really lose anything that they still wanted. <laughs> if that makes sense, <laughs> Well, we'll right? get to what they lost in a minute. I know. I'm. I'm just saying um, when you can add when you can add four guys like this. I mean, oh, and Garrett Temple is like, I don't know, Torian Prince's dark future, but but still like a good guy to have around. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, Garrett like, Temple's a good a good player. Just seems like there's a lot of um, infrastructure to kind of absorb Kyrie weirdness. That's the one thing I sort of worry about. Uh, Kyrie and Katie are both very weird. Um, mm-hmm. But they, but like they've never, they like built this together. So it's, mm-hmm. I mean, who knows? Look, Kyrie Irving could burn it, burn his bridges tomorrow. In two years. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. That, <laughs> what do you think? Okay, so Joey, what do you think he's most likely to get into now that he's in Brooklyn? And my thought was Kabbalah. It's not bad. Um, I think he was already posting about the Illuminati today. Let me see. Hold on. Um. Yeah, I mean, because he was essentially his most recent thing was becoming a Freemason, it mm-hmm. seemed like. Yeah, four hours ago, he posted a drawing of the all-seeing eye in a triangle and said... Quote, the journey is the reward. I, E-Y-E, only know the best for me, dot, dot, dot. Family first. At Rock Nation. At Rock Nation Sports. Well, I mean, look. Jay-Z seems to be better at building a super team than uh, LeBron James so far. I don't know. (laughs) I... Also, uh, isn't it kind of funny that that Kevin Durant only wants to play for super teams? Like, yes. like I guess he was on one bad team with Seattle, but then they immediately added future Hall of Famers Russell Westbrook and James Harden and Serge Ibaka. Not a he's oh, not, who's Sir, not yeah. a for future Hall of Famer, but, but people but, forget how good very, Serge Ibaka yeah, yeah, was. Very good player, <laughs> and then. Um, once the Thunder were like, you know what? We're probably going to just cut down to three all-stars. Durant was like, you've betrayed me and I will leave at the earliest possible moment. <laughs> and then he then one then when he was at the Warriors, what really clinched it was Clay Thompson getting hurt. And he's like, only two other all-stars. I must go to the other side of the country. I need a softer landing spot. I still think they can win the East next year, by the way. I mean, it's a good team. I I think they probably won't. I'm just <laughs> so high on Levert and Dinwiddie anyway without Kyrie. <laughs> uh-huh. um, I don't they're know, a, man. They're, I think they're, they're a really weak. good. I think they're a little weak in the front court, Joey. That would be my, my take. I love Jared Allen, though. Yeah, but and touring in Prince, it's just guys I really like. Um, I mean, it's a it's a deep team, and they also uh, have a lot of options for uh, doing other stuff. Yeah, 
Um, all right. Speaking of things they lost. Oh, what is Kyrie going to, sorry, going to get into in Brooklyn? Um, I think it'll probably be, um, taking up a really long time in the bathroom at a concert at McCarran Pool, probably. Ooh, ooh, that's, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you know what I mean? (laughs) I I, I guess I, (laughs) I guess I do know what you're saying. I mean, I don't know if they still do those, but, uh, you know. It's been a while since I read Brooklyn Vegan. Yeah. In fact, is that is Kyrie's vegan, right? Yes, he is yeah. a. Br- he is, that is his new nickname. Vegan. He's Brooklyn Vegan. Brooklyn All right. Vegan. <laughs> uh, oh, here was a. Here's a, also, also the, that blog has a lot of cocaine. That was a real cocaine vibe to a lot of things happening was, on was Brooklyn that, Vegan also, between 2006 and 2013 when I read it. Yeah, what? Was that also Carlos with an E? Was he a Brooklyn vegan? No, that was hipster runoff. Oh. I just feel like... um, You mean from Grantland? Oh, I guess he was He was on the original Grantland roster. It was was like, man, they got so many good writers. Carlos, fucking the tobacco... uh, (laughs) The tobacco industry cheat... Uh, oh, Malcolm Gladwell. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, uh, sex, drugs, sex and drugs. Cocoa Puffs, man. <laughs> Dave Eggers, By the way, print, as a a printer, but not writing for them. That was weird. Um, did I ever tell you about the time I saw Chuck Klosterman at uh, Zeitgeist? You did not. He was like it was. It was one of the rare hot days in San Francisco. And so he went to Zeitgeist, which for the listeners out there, it's a, a it's an outdoor bar that everyone goes to it's when it's nice. Big beer party. Yeah, he looked so overly warm in his flannel shirt and his beard. Like he looked like like he was like melting on the inside. But he's also like huge. Yeah, yeah. In a uh, anyway, that was all. Um, second second biggest celebrity I've ever seen at Zeitgeist. Number one number being Quentin Tarantino. Quentin. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> You're not the he, only person who's told me they've saw Quentin Tarantino at Zeitgeist. Yeah, my friend uh, my friend smoked a bowl with him. He was sitting on a giant notebook that presumably contained the script to Django to Django because mm-hmm. of the timing. Uh, you, you're never going to believe this, Joey. Talks pretty loud. Even for an outdoor bar setting. Uh, yeah, I can I can imagine Aries. that. Yeah. Um. All right, uh, we're at thirty five okay, minutes wait, on on. Yeah. yeah go let me, ahead. Let me, I'm going to ask you this quick question though. They stole Katie and Kyrie away from the Knicks. Could they steal Spike Lee? I don't think so. It's right by his office, though. I know. I so know. Trev. Nah, he'll never. He'll never change. Yeah, he loves um Earl the Pearl too much. You know. Could they steal John McEnroe? No. Have they already stolen Ethan Hawke? Yes. <laughs> that is for sure. I mean, but also, the, the Nets already have the greatest number one fan in New York. Which, of course, is that video of Paul McCartney really wanting a Brooklyn Nets t-shirt, remember? Oh, yeah, that's right. Oh, he is their number one celebrity <laughs> Do you think he and Lauren ever argue about that? Where, where Lauren's like, Paul, I got courtside seats at MSG, and Paul's just like, but I want to go see Brooke Lopez, man. <laughs> <laughs> you 
He's the all-time leading scorer. Kind uh-huh. of the Ringo of the Nets. <laughs> All right. Um, let's talk about our our collective favorite team. Uh-huh. The Golden State Warriors. Yes. Who um they lost Kevin Durant. Mm-hmm. Um, they traded Andre Iguodala and a 2024 number one pick mm-hmm. to get D'Angelo Russell. Mm-hmm. Travion Graham, uh, mm-hmm. a dunked on all-star. Uh-huh. And Shabazz Napier. Two-time two-time national champion, mm-hmm. Shabazz Napier. LeBron's favorite player. Remember LeBron LeBron made the Heat draft Shabazz Napier and then left anyway. Mm-hmm. Friend <laughs> of Kemba Walker and Jeremy Lamb. I mean, I assume. They're probably buddies. Um that was weird because KD left and I wasn't surprised, and I was kind of like, well, uh yeah. Going to kind of be a rebuilding year. Oh, they also kept Clay Thompson. Yeah, yeah, and they signed Clay Thompson to the five-year, $190 million contract. Mm-hmm. Even bigger than Tobias Harris's deal. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. uh, so I was very surprised. Joey texted me and was like, hey, I hear they're making a, you know, a sign-and-trade for D'Angelo Russell. And I was like, that sounds... Like really a lie. Weird. You thought I was lying. Yeah. Well, I was just I was just like, this sounds like some face saving light years ahead Warriors PR. Like, oh, they're gonna trade they're gonna make it a sign and trade for D'Angelo Russell. And KD was cleared by seven doctors, <laughs> and then like five minutes later the deal was done. Yeah. So I was wrong. I don't really understand how or why this happened. Right, like, I but don't also what I don't motivation is I don't either. But the other thing I don't understand is, um, people are really shitting on Bob Myers for this too. Like, the middle ground. Look, I don't think D'Angelo Russell is very good personally. You're not a fan. I do not like him. Uh, he played exactly the same when we all th- thought he was shitty for three years last year, except hit a bunch of the same mid mid range shots and floaters that he was taking and missing before. Um, he also he looks like if a mouse had a SoundCloud cloud page. I don't really understand it, but also I don't disagree. Um, he has he has my least favorite look and vibe, basically, of pretty much anyone in the league. Mm-hmm. I don't like that his Twitter is deloading. Mm-hmm. Do you like uh, the ice in my veins celebration? No, it's terrible. <laughs> <laughs> but... Um, that being said, uh, the Warriors were going to lose Kevin Durant for nothing and still not be able to afford to add anyone, so it's like... Right. Also, he's 23, like, uh, and this I mean, contract feels like... I mean, he's 23, yeah, by the way. And this feels like they can trade him if they have to, like... You have him through... They signed him through his age 26 season. Right. Um, and I'm uh, sad yeah. to see Andre Iguodala leave for sure. That's a real bummer. Uh, I love it Andre Iguodala. One of my favorite players of all time. Just a super cool guy. Uh, but I just I think have, it's I've like... I've enjoyed him since Arizona. 
It's well, true dunked on brain to be like, well, I mean, the better thing to do would be able to have your biannual exception instead of the 23-year-old right. uh, all-star. Like, just like, Oh, like oh, is is are they not going to be able to retain Jordan Bell and Quinn Cook? Like, that's kind of fine, you know. Um, plus, I have a feeling the plan is uh to have him help out Steph Curry and Draymond Green this season, uh, uh-huh. make the playoffs still, and then trade him next next off season, or see if he works out well. Like like. Weren't there a lot of teams that wanted to give D'Angelo Russell a max this summer? Yes, and the other thing it does is if the Los Angeles Lakers don't sign Kawhi Leonard, um, yeah, yeah, it takes... he was their backup plan, mm-hmm. and now everyone is gone. There's not a lot of backup remaining because I don't even, I don't even think they can. Um... They can they can trade for Chris Paul like they they don't have enough space for that right? I mean I don't know how that would how that works at all. Um, um I mean I think they have to trade him into their cap space. Sure. And he makes anyway. Uh, who kn- who cares really? But yeah, that if they strike out with Kawhi, it's definitely a disappointment. And yeah, if you're the Warriors, you're kind of like just pretty into kneecapping the Lakers anyway, you know? Right, because, yeah, you are into it. You love it. LeBron is, it's like the Lakers and LeBron, your, 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 like, old enemy and your new enemy together. (laughs) But also, you realize we read the names of how many guys? We read 48 names mm-hmm. at the beginning of the show, and there's been another – there's like two or three more that also signed that weren't on our list yeah. yet. Um, Corey Joseph. Shouts to Corey Joseph. Cujo. <laughs> Canada. Reggie Bullock. Uh, also not a Laker. Yeah. He he was on the list. Oh, damn it. <laughs> you read him. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, so that – like. Yeah, if the question is D'Angelo Russell or nothing at all, like, it just seems like a no-brainer. And, in fact, the Warriors' championship odds in Las Vegas moved up to third in the NBA. I mean, Do that's I agree too with much. That? No, but but it's just, it seems insane. Look, it it sucks to lose Andre Iguodala, but also at the beginning of the season, he said, if we don't win the title, I'm definitely not, I'm, like I'm not coming back. Right. Like he, it just doesn't make, look, he is a great player, but it doesn't make any sense to keep him around on a team that is not going to go deep into the playoffs mm-hmm. or at least, well, look, it make, he's a great guy to have around, but having him on the team would have cost them like 40 or $50 million, I think. And also here's the thing. Um, the Portland trailblazers, land between the third and the seventh seed every year in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Um, and this team is as good as any of those Portland Trailblazer teams. And s- very similar. They're going to be able to defend just as little. Mm-hmm. Um, but because D'Angelo Russell and CJ McCollum are, McCollum's better, but pretty close 
skill set wise. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dame and Steph Curry are pretty close skill set wise, except Steph Curry is uh, probably two to three times better at basketball. <laughs> um, and uh, Draymond Green is better than whatever the third thing the Portland Trailblazers ever have. Right. So, congratulations. You're, if you stay healthy, you have made the playoffs in the West now. Which, And we'll have Clay Thompson coming back in the middle of the season. Yeah, I'm just not sure what their choices were besides doing this. Because their avenue was to get something back in a sign-and-trade. And this is what was available for sign-and-trade. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, people hate that they gave up a draft pick. To um, dump Iguodala, but they... they 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 were going to do that anyway. It I does think. seem like a steep uh a steep price to get rid of a one-year contract, I will say. Because because the pick is so late. Um like 2024, that's like Steph's like year 34 or 35 season, well, right? I ag- I agree with that, but there's got to be you know, there's a discounted value to those things. Memphis right. doesn't get anything for five years, like nothing. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I under I feel like that's also dunked on brain to be like, no, I want to pick later. Mm-hmm. Totally. I don't want anything. <laughs> it's not like they accru- it's not like they accrue interest or anything <laughs> like that. Uh, I um, just wish that they had um, argued that the protections, if it doesn't convey, uh, be- it becomes two second rounders. Yeah. Yeah, um. <laughs> <laughs> but, but yeah, like like for sure. Um, yeah, it could be a twenty twenty six unprotected for certain pick. Which Joey. that could be a very good pick, honestly. Um, I mean, it could, but who fucking knows? <laughs> like 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 most. I don't know, man. There's plenty of is San Francisco even going to be habitable in eight years? Fair point. Will it be underwater? It could be. Um, but yeah, I mean, Andre Godala got traded the moment that Clay Thompson tore his ACL. Mm-hmm. Possibly the moment where Kevin Durant tore his Achilles. Like, and I, I will miss him, but I mean, essentially they sold a first round pick five years in the future for like $40 million right mm-hmm. now. So, I mean, I get it. Uh, we'll see what the rest of their weird lo- roster is going to look like. I cannot tell because they've got all these, like, kind of seems like they could use the, the extra guys they got. They're definitely keeping Travion Graham, I'll tell you that much. I mean, um, they both... Or make... else Nate Duncan will eviscerate them on his podcast. Yeah, I just can't... It seems <laughs> like they're both making the minimum, as far as I can right. tell. But it's non-guaranteed, so... Anyway, um... Get ready to watch D'Angelo Russell and Steph Curry score a lot of points and not guard anyone. Yeah, their defense is going to be so terrible. It's going to be gonna hilarious. Be, it's going to be uh, rough. It's, but, if, but here's the thing. Here's one thing I will say before we move uh-huh. on. Yeah. Um, D'Angelo Russell uh, uh-huh. ran 20 less pick and rolls last year than the entire Golden State Warriors offense. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they're not going to be able to play defense. If Steve Kerr isn't running pick and rolls next year, <laughs> I am going to stop watching the Golden State Warriors. Like, I swear to yeah. God, I'm going to be really like I might. Oh, my God. <sighs> All right. Anyway, well, I'm I'm just glad that even with Kevin Durant 
gone, you're all you already <laughs> have something to be angry about for next year. So that's good. I was I should explain that when they first started talking about D'Angelo Russell, I've now sort of talked myself into it. I was also not very happy when it was happening. I told you, oh no, they're doing Corey Maggette instead of Baron Davis all over again. And I had the same sinking feeling in my stomach. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I really do not like D'Angelo Russell. Um, you, you don't. The difference being um, Corey Maggette was like 29 years yes. old. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so he had a, a nine-year track record in the NBA at that point. And was not an all-star also. Um, no. Um, not that D'Angelo Russell was a real all-star either. Whatever. It's still... Um, but I would, I would say... Um, I'm I'm somewhat excited to basically watch um like like Stefan Monte the, again. Yeah, the sliding doors <laughs> version of the Warriors, as Bill Simmons would say. Like if they were like, you know what, we don't need Andrew Bogut or defenders. Let's just see what these guys can do. They make bad decisions. Um anyway, it'll 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 be a thoroughly entertaining six seed. Right. Um, I'm not I'm not sold on any of these fucking West teams. I mean, look, they look as long as they have Steph, Clay and Draymond mm-hmm. healthy in the playoffs. Right. Uh, they can make the NBA finals. It'll be harder than normal, yeah. but they still can do it. They just win a lot of games. They have no business winning. Yeah. So, like all yeah. those games against the Rockets and the one mm-hmm. game against the Raptors. Um, yeah. All right. Um, the Philadelphia 76ers, Sean. This mm-hmm. is, to me, the most baffling team. Wait, you said there was one team that made what they did made sense. Which team was that? Oh, those the Bucks. Like, like uh, all of that stuff yeah, was keeping like, oh. those guys. I mean, I would have. Like, adding, adding Brooke Lopez was great. Um, you mean Robin? Robin Lopez, yeah. yeah, yeah. But um, they got Brooke on a good deal. Like, like if you're if you're gonna pick one of those guys to not believe in, like, I I would I'm I'm pretty okay with not giving Malcolm Brogdon four years and eighty five million dollars. Well, like, again, it's not time to talk about Malcolm Brogdon. It's time to talk about the Sixers. Okay. <laughs> Uh, this is my most baffling team. I do not understand what the Sixers are doing. It is, it's it's so. Uh, okay, they somehow so... have less shooting than they did at the end let's, of the let's, year. Let's, yeah, let's yeah, talk yeah. about who. Yeah. <laughs> so they kept Tobias Harris okay. and Mike Scott. They're okay. they're sweet shooting power forward mm-hmm. rotation, as we call him around here. As we call Mike Scott around here, Emoji Maurice Spates. Emoji Maurice Spates, yes. <laughs> uh, shouts to shouts to Lewis Keynes, one of his favorite players in the NBA. Mm-hmm. Um, they added Al Horford, mm-hmm. and in a sign and trade deal with the Miami Heat that is still nebulous and completely <laughs> mysterious, they added Josh Richardson and question mark question mark question mark uh-huh. possibly nothing else. Um, and then JJ Redick left. Mm-hmm. Um, who's so your best three-point shooter, Sean? Well, it's Tobias Harris. 
Okay. You were arguing for Al Horford and uh, it, I mean, it's Tobias Harris. Okay. I mean, either way, uh, those are two guys who on other teams would be playing center. Um, <laughs> Not Tobias Harris, but Tobias Harris, it is weird that everybody is like shifting a position down. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, like Horford's like a center who can play power forward. Tobias Harris is like, he used to be a small forward, but he's really a power forward. And then like Ben Simmons is a 6'10 point guard who won't shoot outside of eight feet of the basket. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, and then you have Josh Richardson, who I think is a good player. Like he, he always kind of kills the Warriors, but he's like, you know, a 35% three point shooter. Good. to Now, I do think their defense will be very good. Like this is a this is going to be a tough team to score on for mm-hmm. sure. But it also is like a weird team of giants where it's like okay, Josh Richardson is a normal size 662 guard. Everyone else is like 610 or taller. Right. Uh and the Guys they have coming near young draft picks are Zaire Smith and Matthias Teibel, mm-hmm. who are uh, bigger wings who um, can't shoot. <laughs> yeah, I don't think Zaire Smith can't shoot, right? I no. mean, Teibel is like a defensive monster whose college defensive stats like almost don't make sense. Right, and uh, Zaire Smith's thing was he was like a good. Def- he was one of those guys who's like, yeah, he's a really good athlete. He can dunk really hard. He's good at defense, but uh, you have to teach him how to shoot. <laughs> right. Now he he did uh, in his six games. He shot thirty seven percent from three, and that is a total of sixteen attempts. Well, great. six for sixteen. Congratulations, Zaire Smith. Uh, he is twenty. Hopefully years they old. don't kill him. Oh yeah, they they did poison him and almost murder him because he last was allergic season. to either peanuts or sesame seeds or something, and it they was, gave him those. <laughs> it was like so. I think he is allergic to peanuts, and they were really careful about it. And uh, oh my god, he he dropped to one hundred and sixty pounds last year. Jesus Christ, <laughs> he almost died. Yeah. Uh, Wow. So don't do that again. (laughs) Uh, So he didn't have any anaphylaxis. He had hives that formed all over his body. He tried to he tried to use his EpiPen and it didn't work because it was expired. He can't even remember what happened, but except for just throwing up, Um, he had a hole in his esophagus. God, they had to, uh, Jesus Christ. And the Sixers did this to him, right? That's what happened? What they did, gave him some him? medication that didn't include, that had whatever he was allergic to on it, I thought. Uh, yeah, I'm trying to even find... He, They don't know what it is. They were... I guess he has a peanut allergy. He's allergic to shellfish, green beans, cabbage, peas, and sesame. Um, and now he drinks seven protein shakes a day. They don't really know what it is. And um, 
And now he's the piggiest eater in the NBA because he's like, I'm never going to eat a food I've never eaten before. <laughs> Wild. Uh, which Joel Embiid, that's going to be tough with Embiid, dude. <laughs> um. Uh, so, yeah. Sean, does this team make sense to you? No. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's... I mean, I understand that they were being opportunistic and, you know, like like they solved some of their holes. Like... Like it is, it's it's going to be very nice that they can just play Joel Embiid twenty five to thirty minutes a game all season long. Al Horford is like a very capable backup, but it still seems like they don't actually have like a point guard. You know what I mean? Like they could, like it feels like if they had Corey Joseph. Even, well, Corey, Corey, like not even as good as Corey Joseph. I'm like, I'm like, geez, you know, it, it really feels like, um, God, I'm trying to think of who the, who the ideal, I mean, it would be the guy I'm thinking is like the old point guard, Anthony Carter, mm-hmm. but even like, I feel like Ian Clark would really help their team, you know, also it feels like the Clippers have five point guards and mm-hmm. the Sixers have like half a point guard. Um, maybe this will work, but it just seems like, like having a, like an, a real guard who could shoot and dribble would go a really long way. Yeah. Um, fucking weird dude. Um, all right. While we're talking about them, mm-hmm. um, let's talk about the heat who also, oh, yeah. I don't understand how this happened. Mm-hmm. Um, they added Jimmy Butler, sort mm-hmm. of. <laughs> yes, but the Mavs are really fucking up their shit about it. Yeah, because the the Heat are like mm-hmm. capped out. Which, by the way, first off, Jimmy Butler going to the Heat. I told you guys an episode ago that he's been trying to single white female Dwayne Wade for years, and this is the we're finishing it. Right? Mm-hmm. Him choosing the heat. <laughs> oh, oh, well I mean I I was I was sort of like Is that what, did Silky Johnson do a Photoshop on that? Yes. <laughs> it's beautiful. At Silky Johnson twenty three, our resident Photoshop maker. He makes photoshops of our jokes. Everyone follow him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh uh, yeah, so it yeah, it, and I wonder if it was like if it were any other team president, this would never come into my mind. But do you think Dwayne Wade and Pat Riley engineered the falling out that led to him taking that big deal in Chicago? Like, okay, here's I'm going to lay it out okay, for you. What? <laughs> Pat Riley publicly talks about his dissension with Dwayne Wade. Uh, Dwayne Wade flirts with the Bulls. They fake this breakup. Dwayne Wade signs a larger contract than the Heat would have ever given him to go to his hometown of Chicago, and he starts working on Jimmy Butler. Rondo's there as a smokescreen, but uh, Wade's there. He's tanking the team. He's getting Jimmy unhappy. And he's like slowly eroding 
the foundation of the Bulls, but he's also separating Jimmy from the team. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, like, like the first thing he did is like, you hate all these young players, right, Jimmy? And Jimmy's like, yeah. You want to hang out with me? You want to go to Europe with me? Jimmy's like, yeah. That that is cool. Man, these young guys do suck. You're right. And meanwhile, Rondo's like, my vets, my vets wouldn't yeah. <laughs> jet set off to Rome without their young guys. My vets, my vets. That was uh, Ray John Rondo's Instagram, <laughs> a tone poem. Um, and so the long Jimmy gets traded to Minnesota, and Wade's like, you know, you can't let you can't let those young kids talk to you like that. You're the king, like me. Me, yeah, I wouldn't let anyone talk to me like that. Jimmy blows it up, gets a trade to Philly. Meanwhile, Wade's back in Miami. He's he's about to embark on his secret seven million dollar a year job as like a marketing consultant for Carnival Cruise Lines, mm-hmm. uh, Mickey Harrison's company. A heat owner, Mickey Harrison's company. And the long plan, he's finally brought Jimmy Butler to Miami. Unfortunately, in the interim, Pat Riley has also signed Kelly Olynyk, James Johnson, Dion Waiters, and Tyler Johnson to enormous contracts. Because mm-hmm. uh, he sort of forgot the plan that he sent Dwayne Wade on. But uh, he finally brought Jimmy Butler to Miami, where he's probably going to be really happy and relaxed. I have a different conspiracy for you, Sean. Oh, okay. All right. Um, so Jimmy Butler is just a fucking psychopath, dude. <laughs> That's it. There are no machinations here. The man doesn't have a, a, a rearview mirror in his car. Yeah. And I mean, but that to me says state of fucking Florida. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, you probably don't even legally have to have one on your car. Um, except here's the problem, Sean. Mm-hmm. Uh, this trade hasn't happened yet because I guess we should talk about them now and then go back up. Uh, uh-huh. The Dallas Mavericks yes. are uh, being really annoying. <laughs> Well, it sounds like, I mean, this reminds me of that weird, failed, wrong Brooks trade. Yeah, yeah. Brooks Brooks mistake. Because at first when I saw it, it was like, oh, shit, the Mavericks just cheaped out and didn't want Goran Dragic, or they fucked up the trade somehow. And then it was like, no, they just straight up fucked up the trade. Like, like somehow the Heat were like, we're trading you Dragic, right? And someone... And the Mavs staff was like, right, be Derek honest. Jones Jr. and Kelly Olenek. Let's be honest, someone at the Mavs office was too busy play, uh, selling bitcoins mm-hmm. and was not staring at his phone and not paying attention. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then was like, oh, what's the, what's the call sign? And he just he's like, DJJ, that probably means Drogic, right? <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, so supposedly they were going to take Kelly Olenek and Derek Jones Jr. off it, I mean, it's, it's, it's but all... the problem is, is that is not enough money for the Heat to sign Jimmy Butler. They'd have to take another person, and also the Heat are like, we just want to give you Goran Dragic. He's a better player. And the Mavs are like, look, 
We do not want the good white guy. We want the bad white guy. Give us Kelly right. Olynyk. And and they're and they're also talking to Dallas, and they're like, you know, you you need another guard, and also, um, there's only two Slovenian players in the whole NBA. <laughs> it's a one year deal. <laughs> um. And they're they they they're like insistent. They're just like just we want to trade Goran Dragic. It's like it's just just let us do that. Um, somehow it, it's very. I, I just can't tell what they're doing. The Suns should absolutely renege on their Ricky Rubio deal and just be like, give us Goran Dragic. <laughs> well, and and also it's it's clearly the Mavs too, uh, according to the greatest. Miami Heat amateur capologist on Twitter, Albert Namad, guy rules. Um, he just says like it. It doesn't even make sense that it would be confusing. Yeah, because Kelly Olynyk and Derek Jones don't match on the trade, and it would hard cap the the Heat apparently. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, it just doesn't make any sense. Anyway, the um. I, I just can't. It, it, it's so obvious that they should just take Drogic back. They're not getting anything better. It's a one-year deal. It would be super fun, and they would make the playoffs if they made that trade. Yeah. Dragic, for free! Yeah. For free! <laughs> <laughs> That's the key. no sense. <laughs> like, like, they're under the cap. Their story is they want to spend the money on something else, and it's like, what, what the else? fuck else? <laughs> also, you just signed Dwight Powell to a three-year contract. Could have Chris- used some of that money on him. <laughs> and they signed Chris Dapps Porzingis to the max. Uh-huh. Um, so that's it. We're done with the Mavericks. But yeah. that is the funniest thing Baffling. that happened today. Baffling. <laughs> the Heat are like... <laughs> Hey NBA, we want to give out that we want to just give away this good player for free, also, and everyone is like, "No thanks, we want to sign Reggie Bullock." Well, I think they're they're gonna find someone for Goran Dragic. I think the problem was they talked to the Mavs for like three days, and the Mavs were like, "Yeah, yeah, 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 absolutely, yeah, you got it." Yeah, no, they, no, just have Jimmy stay in Miami. We got it. They were too busy Fuck. looking at porn on their office computers uh, while the call was happening. Yeah. They're like, oh, sorry. We were actually destroying depositions in some civil suits. <laughs> Once again, I mean, this just proves that Mark Cuban should have already been removed from the Shark Tank panel for moral character reasons. But this is like... Like... like Take the, the, the accept the Goran Dragic proposal. <laughs> invest, invest in Dragic Inc. It rules. He's even he's even like a, a fine defender. Oh, oh, so frustrated by this. Um. All right, the Pacers, which mm-hmm. surprise. I think maybe the most de- surprising development of the day is me. Uh texting you and being like hey the pacers rip now dude oh i'm fucking so fucking into the pacers and i looked at what they did and i was like are you you are excited yeah, about this? i like it it's good You're fucking into it okay so they added <laughs> malcolm brogdon malcolm brogdon mm-hmm. for for four years mm-hmm. and 85 million dollars mm-hmm. 
26 year old third year player, Malcolm Brogdon, mm-hmm. six months younger than Harrison Barnes, mm-hmm. and Jeremy Lamb. Yeah, dude. And they, at the same time, they said goodbye mm-hmm. to Thaddeus Young and Boyan Bogdanovich. Mm-hmm. Here's why I like it. Okay. Uh, it's a lot of weird guys to just stand around uh, and hit spot up spot up shots while Oladipo just tries to dunk on people constantly. I think you're mistaken <laughs> about how good a shooter Jeremy Lamb is. I mean, that that is corner threes, man. Not very well, though. <laughs> like 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 you were like, yeah, Jeremy Lamb. He's oh, he's gonna be dropping all those threes and then i like i was like wow i kind of don't think that's his game <laughs> and it was like well he did hit 34.8 percent 34 percent three-point shooter um and meanwhile the guys who left well are thaddeus young and boyan well I, I do love boyan um and we're gonna talk about boyan if we we'll might talk actually... about him a little yeah, bit yeah, yeah. <laughs> We'll get into that, but uh, um, but also just Brogdon is so pacery, man. It's like the perfect fit of like weird like, slow moving guy with ooh, weird old. slow, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like he's not a white guy, but his nickname's the president. <laughs> like, all right, let's uh, go to another very confusing team. Yeah. Any anyway, that's uh, just just for the record, that is way too much money for Malcolm Brogdon because. Uh, <laughs> He doesn't actually shoot off the dribble, so it is going to be a rude awakening when he is not playing with Giannis Antetokounmpo. <laughs> I mean, um, he's a free throw shooter, but uh, I just I don't really expect him to be a forty-two percent free throw three-point shooter next year. Also, gets hurt a lot. All right, the Knicks. Time to talk <laughs> about the fucking <laughs> Knicks, baby. Yes. All right, so Sean. Mm-hmm. First thing I want to tell you. Yes. Uh, the Knicks fans are excited about one player on their team from last season. Um, His name is Mitchell, Mitchell Robinson. Robinson. Yeah, he's yeah. a center. Mm-hmm. Uh, he blocked shots at a, like, pretty, like, a almost a historical rate. <laughs> but he also fouled at, like, a historical rate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he's, he's a, a young- center. He's a very exciting center. And he needs he needs he's a developmental project who needs minutes and just like the trust of the coaching staff that, you know, like we're not pulling you out of the game. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So, uh, and um, and to prepare for this summer, they traded Kristaps Porzingis to clear a massive amount of cap space for this summer. Yeah. So Kyrie Irving and Kevin Durant could talk about their max slots in front of cameras at the All-Star break, remember? <laughs> slots. Two max slots. Um, well, do you want to hear what the Knicks did with their cap room, Sean? Yes, yes, please. They signed Who Ju- is, who's going to the Mecca? All right, they signed Julius Randle, whose oh. best position is center. Mm-hmm. They signed Taj Gibson, whose best mm-hmm. position is center. Mm-hmm. And they signed Bobby Portis, whose best position is probably power forward, but probably also center. <laughs> Putcher. He's, he is not big enough to play center, but uh, I think Bobby Portis is like 6'7". Um, 
and then they but, signed uh, Reggie Bullock. But he's Bullock. he's big. He's yeah. a big. Actually, he is he is much taller. Yeah, he's than like I thought, six ten. Though. Yeah, he's he's pretty tall. Um, yeah, he's a, he's yeah. Uh, and then yeah, they he's signed a good Reggie three Bullock. Three point shooter. He should have gone to the Pacers. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, they signed Reggie Bullock. Yeah. Um, these are all two year deals. I think they, I. Yes, I believe they are all two year deals. So that, now the we're Randall, in, yeah, we're in waiting for Giannis time for the Knicks. Mm-hmm. They're going to get Giannis. He's going to come, right? Why yeah, wouldn't totally? He? Yeah, he's for sure coming. Yeah, uh, the Randall I, deal in fact, fake three year deal that's a two year deal. I just saw Giannis, uh, and he was saying uh, one max slot. <laughs> one max slot. He, uh, <laughs> well, you know, he's always wanted to play. Extremely close to an M M&M and M store, <laughs> so like a big one, one that has like stairs in it in a second level. So I feel like you know. And one thing about Giannis Antetokounmpo, he likes blues music, terrible, terrible blues music. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, uh, it. and there's one logical destination. Um, this is a crazy, like. I don't even think that signing Bobby Portis and Reggie Bullock is that bad an idea, but they've they've re- it's really a log jam in the front court, Joey. <laughs> like, don't you think like they're like they're sort of like their their guards are Trey Burke, Emmanuel Mudiay. Uh, they waved Emmanuel Mudiay. Oh, oh, to yeah, clear they, space for yeah, these guys. Yeah, they didn't pick up his uh, qualifying offer. But who who's there? Oh, it's it's Frankie Smokes and Trey Burke and Dennis Smith Jr. Oh right, <laughs> what a weird team. Athletes <laughs> now. Um, what's funny is I predicted jokingly that they were going to come away with Julius Randle because the last time they cleared a ton of cap space to try to lure uh, like a real star in 2010, they whiffed on everybody. And just ended up signing like a real athletic, uh, bad defensive center who was coming off of a bad leg injury with Amari Stoudemire. And I was like, Julius Randle is the poor man's Amari Stoudemire. <laughs> and I even like Julius Randle. These are these are guys that I like, but it's kind of it's just how is this not incredibly disappointing if you're a Knicks fan? This is. I I can't even imagine being a Knicks fan at this point. It's it feels so crazy to just I, look at how much money they spent on these guys too. I'm Not that, worried about people I know that are Knicks fans. Like this yeah, is dude. their owner at the trade deadline went on the radio and was like, "Oh, trust me, we're getting two guys." Wink, wink. Mm-hmm. Two max slots. Okay, so they spent $114 million on these guys. Why Taj Gibson? That it's inexplicable <laughs> to me. Well, and like and that you're like, oh, he's a good veteran presence. It's like, oh, so he uh he helped that uh Minnesota Timberwolves locker <laughs> room. Like that like Oh, what happened? When, what did he teach Carl Anthony Towns to do? Play garbage ass defense? Great. <laughs> I mean, I guess he's like coming home to New York. Oh, uh, man, this is so weird. 
All right. Uh, the Rockets, Sean. <laughs> yeah. Uh, they brought back Denewell House. Uh, yeah. And I'm sure there's some stipulation in his new contract that they make him hide in the D League, the G League again for half a season, right? Yeah, I think they like get to harvest his blood, <laughs> and on the team plane, he actually has to pedal a bicycle, which powers to a make charger. It go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And also, like somehow the it's stored for you know the power in one of Tillman Fertitta's houses. Um, and they also brought back Gerald Green for question mark. But let's be honest, yes. it's the minimum. <laughs> uh, no, it it is the minimum. Yes, it is the one year minimum. Um, they did not trade Chris Paul mm-hmm. or I, uh, burn down the new practice facility for insurance money. So that's good. That's good. Um, Joey, do you see a landing spot for Chris Paul anywhere in the league? It's still. I mean, the Lakers have got to figure out a way to make it work. <laughs> I I keep thinking that. <laughs> and then I'm like. I yeah, like I don't even know if ditching Kyle Kuzma would give them enough <laughs> space because they have to trade him into cap space, I think, because they only have like three players on the roster. Mm-hmm. I don't know, man. Um, maybe he can. I don't know. <laughs> this is we have to ask Brett and Randy about the specifics <laughs> of that. But uh, but Brett, but. Randy's on vacation in the backyard. That's why they're not on today. So who knows when he'll be back yeah. too? His little legs. Um. Okay. Uh. So good job, Rockets. All right. Now let's talk about Michael Jordan. <laughs> um. He massively overpaid Terry Rozier. <laughs> uh huh. Now we we should really get into um. What happened to drive Kemba Walker away, though? Okay, sure. Because, okay, so he qualified for a super max contract by making all NBA. Mm-hmm. And then he said, you know, you don't have to give me the super max. I just want to stay in Charlotte. And then Michael Jordan wouldn't give him the regular max right. deal, which was five for 190. And Kemba Walker even said, I don't need the full max. I'd like five. I'd like 175 million for five years. Mm -hmm. And Charlotte offered him five years and 160, which is not even as much on a per year basis as his four year max with another team. Right. Um, And so their two best players from last year are now gone. Mm hmm. Um, I would say Cody Zeller might have been the second if he could play more than like 45 games a year. But that's always the trick with the Charlotte Hornets. Somebody (laughs) always trots out like, you know, they were seven games above 500 when Uh Cody Zeller played. And it was like he played in 23 games. (laughs) Yeah, it's crazy because they don't like watch him and he kicks ass. And but it's also like, well, he's. Legs are made out of pipe cleaners. <laughs> uh, but he's he truly is the last Zeller on Earth. Um, uh-huh. <laughs> and so when he saw Jer- Jeremy Lim left for a fairly reasonable three year, thirty one and a half million dollar mm-hmm. contract. And then Terry Rozier. Um, Enter Scary Terry. 
I don't really understand the mentality of cheaping out on Kemba Walker. Mm-hmm. To and pay getting... Terry Rozier three years and $58 million. I just don't understand. It's almost $20 million a year for Terry Rozier. Yeah, and <laughs> it it's like like it made okay lowballing Kemba Walker. I understand that it's like we didn't even make the playoffs. We're close to the luxury tax. Let's like let's let these contracts expire. We can just be bad and like clean the slate. And now it's like, well, they're never going to be out of cap hell now. Mm-hmm. Like they're just. What is t- how good are they going to be? <laughs> Not with good. Terry Rozier. <laughs> what do you think? What do you think Terry Rozier's career three point percentage is, Joey? Uh, twenty two. Well, it's 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 35. 30, 35? Oh, 35 35 is better than I thought it was. I thought he was he, pretty bad. But anytime you can sign a twenty five year old who averaged nine points. And almost three assists per game last year. And then burned his team while go out of town and works for Barstool huh. Sports. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and is being sued by uh, Miramax? Yeah. Is Miramax yeah. suing him? <laughs> uh, he, uh, he seems like he's an okay defensive player. Mm, sure. He's a backup uh, point guard. But he takes a ton of threes. Most of his shots are threes, and he's not particularly great at making them. He, yeah, over over half his shots were threes, and he shot thirty five percent. He's he's a career thirty eight percent shooter. Um, doesn't particularly uh, distribute the ball either. Two point three assists per game for his career. Mm-hmm. Maybe he just needed an opportunity, and he can shine. Like he sort of did against Milwaukee, but it, this just seems like a terrible, particularly for this team. This is a terrible <laughs> decision. And like my only, what I'm assuming is that Michael Jordan stopped going to work at the end of March, and he has not been back, except to like text people and be like, "No, lower." The thing that lower sucks about offer. this is I was super ready. To uh, call Mitch Kupchak competent, remember? Mm-hmm. We want we want Mitch Kupchak to be competent. And for it to be a real funny joke that it was the buses that were doing that to him. <laughs> but uh, I don't I, know, man. <laughs> I think this is a Michael Jordan contract, Joey. <laughs> I, I think Mitch Kupchak, one thing we learned in Los Angeles, he is a company man. <laughs> Um, all right, let's talk about the Raptors. Marcus mm-hmm. Gasol came back. Yeah. Good. Picked up his option. Yeah. Um, I think Kawhi's meeting with them on Wednesday. He gets the last meeting. Uh, but I did discover. No, he said he was giving the Raptors the last meeting. Didn't he? What did I, what did I yeah, just say? You said uh, the Lakers were getting the last meeting. Sorry. No, he's meeting with the Lakers and Clippers today and tomorrow, Monday and Tuesday, and then the Raptors on presumably Wednesday. I guess there's no real hurry at this point. Um, uh, 
I mean, so two of those teams are going to be really screwed. Except actually, the Raptors are not like super screwed because it wasn't like you know the, if he's gone, he's gone. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, like they they've. Uh, but also, Norman they're not Powell just gets his minutes. Yeah, they're but not even but, like particularly in cap. No, because because all their contracts expire after next season. Yeah, and they still have Pascal Siakam. Yeah. Um. I don't and know. Ben Vliet. And I mean. And OG. OG finally. Oh, yeah, he'll be back. be back. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they're without without. Also, they're all super happy and they're going to be like the fifth or sixth seed if he leaves. Maybe. Maybe even better. Yeah. My guess is the only person who really wants Kawhi to hurry up is Danny Green. Uh, right. Because I think <laughs> Danny Green probably would have signed some somewhere today. If he knew Kawhi was leaving, you know, doesn't he have to stick with him because they've been together their whole careers? Yeah. <laughs> uh, um, yeah, it, it, it's yeah. Danny Green's going to make somebody really happy. All right. Uh, the Detroit Pistons signed Derrick Rose. Boo. Boo. Um, Joey is Blake Griffin and Derrick Rose. The biggest douchebag combo. In the NBA, I still kind of like Blake, even though I shouldn't. I Definitely know. a total like. I know he's a huge ass. a team employee. Know. He loves barstool sports. I know. Uh, I just. I still think of how stage fun time from hard comedians. <laughs> I still think of how fun Blake was, though. I can't let it go for some reason. Um, my bigger question, Sean, is by Chris Paul. Is our Reggie Jackson? And Derrick Rose going to fight to the death for the ball. I can see that happening. <laughs> um, all right. Uh, the Orlando Magic, uh-huh. also a confounding team today. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, they kept Nikola Vucevic. Good job. They, Probably should have. Kept... Literally, they're going to retire his number. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he's, he's about to, like, He's like going mean, to be like... he already passed Shaq on the all-time. <laughs> yeah, we did that. We did that pretty yeah. recently. Um, uh, he's like top three in all of their career. <laughs> he's like their Brooke Lopez. Yeah. Um, and re-signed Terrence Ross for kind of a lot of money. But um, I like Terrence Ross. Who doesn't? Yeah, man. He, I, I like him. Terrence Ross and... is great. Fun guy. Fun yeah, player to have. Like, it's like that kind of summer, too, where it's just kind of like... Any of these, like, I mean, it's a lot, Any but of these, it's like, not... four for 50. It's like, okay, unless. <laughs> <laughs> right. And he's, he's 28. Mm-hmm. It's fine. You know? Um, but here's another thing they did, Sean. Uh-huh. Uh, they also signed Al Farouk Aminu today. Yeah. Uh, that makes zero sense. It right? just feels like a lot of their team is already all Farouk Aminu. Yeah, in fact, here's what I'm going to do, Sean. Okay. I'm pulling up the Orlando Magic roster, and you're, uh-huh. I'm going to read you players, and you're going to tell me if they're a young al Aminu or not. Okay? okay? Yeah. All right. Um, Jarrell Martin. I don't really know, Joey. Okay. Jonathan Isaac. I think Jerome Martin is. I'm going to say yes. 
He's 6'10 and 239. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh... <laughs> yeah, his, his, nickname, his nickname is Slim. Uh-huh. Uh, Jonathan Isaac. Absolutely an Alfred Camino. Uh, Wesley Owundu. I think he's an Alfred Camino, Joey. I think Joey. so, too. Kem Birch. You know, he's... He's like if Alfred Camino was a center. Yeah, I yeah. Think. <laughs> uh, Mo, so, Mo Bamba. Uh, he is not an Alfred Camino. See, I think he's kind of an Alfred Camino, man. Wow. Uh, he's, he's he's seven a, feet tall. Just he's and a center. Only 221 pounds. Oh, his skinniest. I just mean like... <laughs> Mobamba like can't play basketball though. Sure. And I feel like Aminu's big. Although Aminu, Aminu couldn't, play, couldn't basketball play basketball either for a few first. years. <laughs> all right. Okay. I'm I'm coming around, Joey. Uh, all right. Is Aaron Gordon an Alfaruk Aminu? Oh, absolutely an Alfaruk. One hundred percent. I mean, he's like Alfaruk Aminu on steroids. And you know what? I'm gonna say Michael Carter Williams, kind of an Alfaruk Aminu. <laughs> Definitely has the vibe of an Alfred Camino where you're like, just it's these. all these guys who are like, man, if you were like 5% better at shooting the three, <laughs> it's all but your like, defense. Oh, we love God, your defense. you're so long. You are so long. I just wish you could shoot a three. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm like, that's a, that's a pretty productive college career you had. <laughs> Not totally sure what your position is exactly, but. Um, also, Al Farouk Aminu, uh, I'm going to say younger than I thought, though. I will say that about Al Farouk Aminu. Let's see. Hold on. Let me, let me guess how old Al Farouk Aminu is. He looks he's very 27 old. 27 and a half. Yeah. My guess. He's 28. Okay. He was born in 1990. Mm-hmm. Um, he just looks much older than 28, you know? Yeah. I will say this about the magic. Um, they have a type. <laughs> <laughs> they definitely have a type, but also, um, like I, I do get it. But if you have a team of all Aminus, bring in the original mm-hmm. to like to be like, don't make the mistakes I made early in my career. Here are the things <laughs> I did in Portland. In uh, Dallas, Dallas was yeah. the first one. Let's yeah. all shoot 500 three-pointers today. <laughs> you know, like, like, um, but he's a really good defensive player. And I think the, the Magic seem to have a lot of really good defensive, really good players. defensive players. And so in a way, I kind of get the idea of like, we're just going to triple down yeah, on this. It's truly this is truly positionless basketball. They are going to have a lineup that is like Al Farouk Aminu, Jonathan Isaac, uh, fucking Aaron Gordon, uh, and then Wesley Awundu at the two, and then our man, Markel Fultz at the one. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, if Markel <laughs> Fultz can come back at all... Mm-hmm. The team kind of rules. I mean, look, I'm into weird teams, so I am into this. It just is baffling to me that they also signed Al Farouk Aminu. <laughs> yeah, and and like for 
a pretty reasonable deal for an Al Farouk Aminu, mm-hmm. right? Like he got like what three and thirty? Yeah, three and twenty nine. So, um, God, I mean, Neil, why didn't you resign him, Neil? <laughs> yeah, come on, Neil. I guess. Oh, maybe because I could only pick one of their four free agents. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, I mean, what a weird team, but kind of like. I just love the idea of uh, I honestly think they could win 50 games, Joey. Yeah, they're a positionless, jumperless basketball team. So it's mm-hmm. going to be fun. <laughs> Fucking great. <laughs> There's going to be a game where Terrence Ross is playing one on five on offense, mm-hmm. but they're going to be playing four on five on defense because Terrence Ross will just be cherry picking the entire game and it's going to be tight as hell. Well, isn't. I mean, right now on the roster, don't they have three? Oh, they have four guards. Mm-hmm. But one of them is Fultz, so he might not be playing at all. Yeah. One of them's Evan Fournier, <laughs> uh, one of the hair replacement success stories <laughs> of the NBA. <laughs> and then you have TJ Augustin, who was really great last Again, year. But I, top, still, top 10 in offensive rating. Yeah. I still feel like, like that whole thing could just collapse at any moment. Anyway, fun team. Incredibly so big weird. team, too. So weird. Such a weird team. All right. Uh, the Celtics signed Kemba Walker, Sean. Hey, what a move. Um, Four for 41. You know what? I, the, look, not to be real Michael Jordan about it, <laughs> but I, I would feel a lot better giving Kemba Walker uh, four years instead of five. Did lose Kyrie Irving, Al Horford, and Scary Terry, and mm-hmm. traded away a white guy to do it. So you know that their teams are very, their oh, fans yeah. are very sad. Wow, Baines, Baines is out. Um, and they are okay. I don't understand if the Nets sign and trade, doing the sign and trade of Durant, makes any difference if they can also make the Kyrie Irving deal a sign and trade. I don't know. It feels like they have to in order for the Terry Rozier to Charlotte thing to work, but maybe the Hornets are enough under the cap. I don't know. Uh, Regardless, uh, my question is, what free agent will the Boston press report that the Celtics were heartbreakingly close to signing? Uh, It's going to be Nick Vucevic, right? I was already seeing people saying Al Horford before he signed with Philly. There were a bunch of people saying, like, I don't know. Celtics have some moves they could make. The mystery Al Horford suitor could be the Boston Celtics. (laughs) Even though, like, three days ago, it was just like, yeah, we've broken off negotiations with Al Horford. He's not coming back at all. And Boston media is still like, I don't know. (laughs) Who else could we do it? Um... So Kemba Walker, um, Sean, I, I saw a pretty good. Yeah. Uh, I saw a pretty good um, map the other day. Uh-huh. Uh huh. And it's the most hated. This is two days ago, and uh-huh. it's based on Twitter geotags. Okay. Uh, and it's the most hated NBA player in every state, and this uh-huh. is for the entire season. Um, and is it's Kyrie Irving, the one from Massachusetts, not just Massachusetts, but also Maine, Vermont, and Connecticut. 
all of New England, it's Kyrie Irving. Everywhere else, it's either LeBron James or Kevin Durant. Oh, sorry. Louisiana is Anthony Davis, of course. And Utah, guess who Utah's is? Gordon Hayward. James Harden. Is it Gordon Hayward? No, it's James James Harden. Harden? Yeah, yeah. Oh. Well, I mean, I mean, I I would hate my abuser too. <laughs> Someone just beat the shit out of me every April. I would be like, oh, I hate that guy. Um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, Do you know? Have you seen that? Um, the centers on the currently on the uh, Boston Celtics roster, Sean. Is it is it Daniel Thies? Uh, no, they did extend a qualifying. He's a restricted oh, free agent, but okay. they uh, extended a qualifying offer. What that that weird time lord guy? Time Robert lord, um, that NASA man they drafted, and uh, Gerson Yabusele. That is, those are their bigs on the roster right now. Oh, oh, they're oh, this is all their bigs in general. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, they drafted. How good is this team, Joey? Where are they in the East? I think they're going to win 67 games next year. <laughs> <laughs> uh. <laughs> um, all right, let's talk about the Pelicans. Uh, yes. They added hologram Derek Favors. Mm-hmm. Very appropriate because uh, holograms are a big part of the Haunted Mansion, mm-hmm. which is set in New Orleans, and Derek Favors is a hologram, not a man. Uh, and they added J.J. Reddick. Um, seems like – does it seem like what they're doing is the opposite of what Coach K did last season where he was like, you know what we should surround this transcendent post player with is – some some guys who just throw up fucking bricks from everywhere on the court. <laughs> uh, they also added um, uh-huh. the the Euro League's leading scorer, some weird guy I for whose name Nicola Belli. Yeah, I he seems dope, dude. <laughs> I mean, I was just. <laughs> I love like, when a weird, good European guy just comes over randomly, <laughs> like not drafted. Just all of a sudden, there's this weirdo European guy in the league, like a Alexi Schved or whatever. Right. Um, right. And like most of the time, it doesn't really work. This time it's going to work, uh, though. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Joey, why did the. Oh, oh, OK. So. Um, the Derek the Derek Favors trade was facilitated by the Golden State uh, Warriors second round Warriors, pick they yeah. extorted from them for keeping their weird Latvian. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. Uh, question. Yeah. Are the Pelicans possibly a playoff team? I'm gonna take you one further and say I think the Pelicans are definitely a playoff team. Because right mean, now you gotta think. They're starting J.J. Redick, Drew Holiday, Brandon Ingram, Derek Favors, and Zion? Wait, wait. Give me that lineup again. Uh, Favors, Zion, Uh Ingram, Uh Uh Redick, Holiday. Yeah. 
And then they've, they've got... got Lonzo in the weird Euro and Josh Hart coming off the bench. Uh-huh. And then don't they... Isn't there another center on the roster, maybe? Yeah, yeah, that guy they drafted. They drafted oh, uh, right, right, Jackson, right, right. the guy with the terrible name, bust name. Yeah, although I I agree that that name is busty as hell, but I I also like that guy. I get it. Oh, and they have Okafer. He's yeah, there. they have He's Jaleel Okafer. Yeah, yeah. Um, they've got a lot of dudes on this team right now, Joey. I'm, I'm not going to lie about that. It's going to be fun. Fun team. Nicole um, Belly is so. Uh, oh, oh, you know who I? I think Favors is probably yeah. Do you think? Um, oh, they still got they still got the man though, Joey. We didn't even mention him. Your man Antoine Moore. Yeah, you yeah. love him. I do, I do. Um, uh, yeah, that's a, that's a playoff team, dude. I don't know, man. Zion's got to be real good. Yeah, um, but. Uh, you got Drew Holiday. You got like 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 this is a real team. Some guys who fit together. Uh, uh Cole Melly is like a center dude. <laughs> oh, weird. Have you seen what he looks like? I have not it, seen what he looks uh, like. <laughs> oh, just just he played for Fenerbahce and uh, he he is a, he is extremely Italian. Let me just put it that way. <laughs> um. All right. Our next team. How many more of these do we have to do? We're almost done. All right. Uh-huh. The Nuggets picked up Paul Millsap's option and gave Jamal Murray a full max rookie extension. Um, they lost no one. Uh, seems mm-hmm. a little early for that extension, though, if you ask me. I think the it, it does feel like that because you could have just let him become a restricted free agent next year. Mm-hmm. But I also wonder if... Um, the the free agent class is so bad next summer that maybe they were just worried about it or maybe they want everyone to be content like they didn't want him to be in a contract year or something but uh i don't know seems seems like i mean i guess i guess they're committing to these dudes now yeah <laughs> um um all right the blazers kept Rodney hood mm-hmm. and then added mario hazonia which I got to say, I'm extremely jealous of. Mm-hmm. That's who. Uh, that's a guy I wanted the Warriors to get. Look, he really sucks at basketball, but mm-hmm. he has two to three amazing highlights a year, and it's right. and it's worth it. Like <laughs> he had a crazy triple double this year that he fouled out of, I uh-huh. believe, and he also um, blocked the shit out of LeBron James, yeah. <laughs> and then. Did he like pose at half court or yes, something? Yes, he did. Yeah, of course he did. My God, <laughs> he's the best. He's like a bullfighter in an NBA player's body. Uh, and they gave Dame Dalla a supermax. Yeah, um, but they lost yeah. Aminu. They're Only gonna, our fifth. Yeah, they're gonna lose Seth Curry, and they're gonna lose Enos Cantor. Hmm. Uh, I gotta say, with Bazemore and Hood. Um, they're definitely losing a bit of front court defense, <laughs> but I understand this decision, right? Like if you, so they they could basically have. Well, they still have one more move to make too. Uh, do they? Yeah, they're gonna trade the expiring Myers Leonard contract for somebody. Oh, um, for I mean, people who want 
cap space either for next season. So it'll either be now or at the deadline. I guess I guess that I could. Yeah. Um, I guess the Mo Harkless deal is probably it's it's also same inspiring. Deal. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So if, like if they uh, really wants wanted to get to? into the Myers Leonard sweepstakes, <laughs> if you just watched the Western Conference Finals the last two games and not any other point in Myers Leonard's career, <laughs> or you're interested in a guy with some pretty strong personal branding <laughs> and uh, a logo directly over his dick on his shorts. Myers Leonard. Like, if they wanted to, couldn't they trade those two pieces uh, for Kevin Love's contract? Um, I don't think the math works, but you're, the spirit it's of close. that idea yeah, is yeah, very yeah. strong, and also they should absolutely trade for Kevin Love. Like, look, it's not great long-term planning to get Kevin Love, but it would transform their team and... The West is not going to be this entirely wide open again for a little while. Right. In my opinion. Uh-huh. Uh, like, like hobbled warriors, disgruntled rockets, desperately thirsty L.A. teams, and the Utah Jazz. The Utah Jazz, oh, we, who yeah, we should yeah. talk about right now. Yeah. I, I also think um, the Hazonia thing is weird because... Uh, He's Croatian, and clearly Yusuf Nurkic is going to make an insulting T-shirt about the Bosnia-Croatia war. Um. All right. Uh. All right. The Utah Jazz. They uh, added. These are great signings, man. They added Boyan Bogdanovic and uh-huh. Ed Davis, and they lost Derek Favors and Ricky Rubio. Now here's the thing: Ed Davis is not a hologram. And is basically Derek Favors, right? I mean, no, worse, but... But, you know, he's not a hologram. He's an act. We can confirm he's a real person. Well, he's like... He's like a backup center. Yeah. You know, and he's not... I feel like with Derek Favors and Rudy Gobert, they, like, didn't play together that well. Mm-hmm. But they kind of had to play together, and now... Like, I don't totally know who their starting power forward is right now. Is it Boyan, dude? Is he the power forward? Yeah, they're going to play small, dude. It's going to be because, look, I mean, I guess you I guess Boyan and Ingles are like the same size. Yeah, it it, were you saying that you kind of felt like it shouldn't be legal? Yes, it should not be legal to to have Boyan and Joe Ingles on the same team. It's a. too much dumpy energy, and I, I love it way too much. Respect I'm, I'm it. Say, respect the dad bod. <laughs> I, I will say that um, Boyan Bogdanovich at power forward is not maybe going to give you the rebounding you want from that position. Isn't as that what his... Rudy Gobert's supposed to do, though? Isn't he like, oh, he inhales all the rebounds. He's so good at defense. Oh, respect I, him, way. <laughs> I'm just saying I probably want my power forward to get to at least get to three rebounds a game (laughs) is that is that like a lot to ask maybe it is but perimeter player (laughs) um but yeah this uh you know whatever he does it's just it is weird that they have Ingles and Bogdanovich but they both 
really shoot the lights out. And again, I would have I would have maybe thought that the Pacers would value this more than having Jeremy Lamb, but mm-hmm. you know, whatever. Um, yeah, this basketball is basketball cool. reference has Joe Ingles listed as a power forward, actually, by the way. <laughs> I mean, how how's his rebounding? Uh, I mean, maybe Boyan plays the three. Slow mo Joe. <laughs> I didn't know that was his nickname. <laughs> uh, well, he's pulling down three point one, so he did. <laughs> he did pass that magic uh, three rebound. Hey, look, it's four point. It's def- four point six per thirty six minutes, though. <laughs> oh well, there you go. So project that to to forty eight minutes and. Uh, but it doesn't matter, dude. There's, I mean, there's going to be a lot of rebounds, but they're going to be easy to get. Kuko Bears there. Yeah. yeah. Um, um, and look, they're going to be fucking tight, dude. I like, I are like they, this. Are team. they the best team in the West right now, Joey? Mm, it's pretty close. Right? Um. Yeah. Um. I mean, I love Mike Conley. I don't like Rudy Gobert. Um, I'm sort of whatever on Donovan Mitchell, but man, I love these two frumpos they got. Man, I mean Ed, Ed Davis. Ed Davis is a lot of fun all yeah, the time. I like Ed Davis a lot. Um, it's only if only Neil could have signed him to the Blazers. Is Dante Axum gonna be able to like play at all? No, he'll be injured in training camp. Still feel I like I love they could... Dante Axum. <laughs> And you know maybe maybe this is uh, George's Niang's time to, time to shine. <laughs> a lot of, a lot of Raul Neto moments. Um, all right, you know what the Spurs did, John? The Spursiest fucking <laughs> shit I've ever heard of. Uh, they kept Demar. They kept Rudy Gay, but then added Damari Carroll, a guy who, if you'd told me he'd secretly been on the Spurs for five years, <laughs> I would have been like, right, I guess I missed it, but it makes a lot of sense. <laughs> Um, look, I mean, when you have a franchise wide commitment to the long two, these are some great guys to have around. <laughs> um, uh, Pop's going to love Demar and Carroll so much. Yeah, it's spursy as hell. Um, all right. The Clippers brought back Patrick Beverly, but for, and paid him a lot of money. Three and 40. Like that's. That is definitely doubling Patrick Beverly's career earnings, right? Oh, for sure. He made because he was paid three for fifteen like, before. He was making five a year, before. and he was like not even making a million a year. I think for Oklahoma City. Yeah, let's let's look at his career earnings through. Yeah, he had made twenty five million for his career. So, hell yeah, Patrick Beverly. Oh uh, yeah, good for Patrick Beverly. Um. I, I've heard people state that them signing Pat Beverly might be them signaling that they're out of the Kawhi uh, sweepstakes, but we'll see. I mean, yeah, it's like there's worse guys to spend your cast space on. It's only just weird because of the makeup of the team right now where they they have three rookie guards and Lou Williams. But I guess I guess the idea is, could they could they just play SGA at the three a lot? I don't know, man. He's really tall. Um, 
whatever, man. I guess it, look, it's never a bad idea to have Patrick Beverly on your team. I think. Right. Um. All right. Uh. uh the Phoenix Suns. Uh huh. They signed Ricky Rubio, who <sighs> one of our favorites. Uh huh. The NBA's second sweetest boy. The sweetest um, boy is Giannis. Giannis is, of course, the NBA's sweetest boy. Um. Um. Ricky Rubio got a lot of money, Joey. It's 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 a really too much money for Ricky Rubio. Uh, but but Phoenix for the first time in over two years has a point guard. Mm-hmm. Joey. I will say, um, I think Ricky Rubio is going to help those, um, at least the uh the happiness in that Phoenix Suns locker room. I was going to say, do you? Th- I think he's going to be really good for Devin Booker, like. Josh Jackson is beyond saving, but I think he's, um, I don't, I think, I think, think, I think Devin Booker is beyond, Devin saving. beyond saving, but I do think he's going to help Deandre Ayton. That was, I was um, going to say that too. Um, well, look, he, he does two things that no one else on the Phoenix Suns roster does, which is pass and play, play point guard and play defense. <laughs> So just that alone, I can see how they find it invaluable. But also, it's so weird to look at the Suns and see how consistently terrible they are. And then you look at their contracts and you're like, how are there like four guys making double figures? (laughs) And look, man, I'm just glad he's playing somewhere warm. Mm -hmm. Right? Doesn't Doesn't he deserve that? Like, yes, seems cruel to have a Spanish man trapped in minnesota in the mountains all the time um ask <laughs> all right now let's talk about another team that did fucking weird oh. shit today oh go ahead Can I ask you one more question do you think ricky rubio will keep his look or is that going to be a little too hot in phoenix you know what i think he's going mm-hmm. i think we're gonna see a ricky rubio like mohawk yeah you know I mean, what i mean Harrison. doesn't that make sense yeah, it would be great. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. he's he is he likes to change his look when a relationship ends. Mm-hmm. So yeah, Ricky Rubio Mohawk, I love it. Yeah, um, mustache and Mohawk. He is he is gonna infuriate Sheriff Joe too. Who will <laughs> not understand that Spain is a country and not part of Mexico. Um. All right, let's talk about another team that did a bunch of weird shit today. Uh-huh. Uh, the Kings. Uh huh. Paid Harrison Barnes a lot of money, Mm -hmm. um, then paid Dwayne Dedman a lot of money, Mm -hmm. then paid Corey Joseph and Trevor Ariza a lot of money. How much did how much did Corey Joseph get again? Um, Give me a second. Yeah. Three for thirty seven million dollars. That is that's the one that shocks me the most, I would say. Mm -hmm. Dwayne Dedman. It's so weird to me because he was such an anonymous warrior for a while that I'm like, well, all right, that's like for a team that has had a lot of stiffs at the center position that are sort of shaped like Dwayne Dedman. Yeah. But now Dwayne Dedman is he, like a knockdown three point shooter from the corners. Yeah. But that came out of nowhere where he like didn't even attempt a three point shot. Basically 
for years. He took one three pointer. Bud did it in man. 2015, and then yeah, like going to Atlanta one year under Budenholzer, and he was a 38 percent free throw shooter, three point shooter last year, and took 217 threes. Yeah. So like that one makes some sense, and they're letting Willie Cauley Stein go. Um, it still seems like look. Dwayne Dedman, though, is he's your classic, like, not to always pick on these guys, but it's uh-huh. just, it's like your classic dunked on player, where, like, you like Dwayne Dedman at $7 million a year, but yes. once you get above there, it's like, you're paying that much for Dwayne Dedman, you know what I mean? And I really like sure. Dwayne Dedman. I always signed Dwayne Dedman in NBA 2K. Yeah. But I would say with Dwayne Dedman, um, what you're looking at is a team that has a lot of cap space, not a lot of curb appeal, mm-hmm. and it's still too much for Dwayne Dedman. But I don't think it is as dramatic an overpay for Harrison Barnes. Well, just because the small forward options available, especially in the next couple of years are uh, not wonderful. The thing we need to talk about with Harrison Barnes, though, is uh-huh. uh, the Instagram choice he made. Uh, oh, what did you he, see what that? Did he do? Uh, um, here, well, hold okay. on. I'll Harrison pull Barnes, it up. He is a little bit churchy. No, well, no. Let's, oh, look, I'm going to send it to you, and then I want you to tell me what sticks out here in this post. Well... There. Let me just let me just say right now. When I go to Instagram, the two comments I see first are from Jermaine O'Neal and God Sham God. Mm-hmm. Jermaine O'Neal says, "Congratulations, my brother. Much deserved. God is good. That makes sense." God Sham God in all caps says, "God don't make no mistake. Well deserved, my brother." Um, here's what it appears is happening. Mm-hmm. It's a freeze frame where Harrison Barnes is in focus and he's, he's shooting shot a corner out three. Of focus. But he is missing that it's, shot. He's missing it really badly. <laughs> and he's like really following through. Uh-huh. Um now his Not a great is, sign for this contract, I gotta say. His quote is now faith is the assurance of things hoped for, the conviction of things not seen. Quote from Hebrews. But uh He's missing that who, shot terribly. Who, Someone made fun of him for that. Oh, no, it's just some Adidas dude. Um, <laughs> a lot of people are saying, why are, did you post yourself <laughs> missing that shot? Uh-huh. And I think it might just be. In, in, I don't know. It's weird. Um, <laughs> it's not a good sign. That being said, um, this is not nearly the worst thing the Sacramento Kings can spend their money on. I've said this before. I feel like the match of city and player is tremendous. Yeah, we like Harrison Barnes. Why Trevor Ariza, though? (laughs) Let's get to that one. (laughs) Joey, how old is Trevor Ariza? Uh, He's got to be 33, right? I think he might even be a little older, but that seems right. He is. He just turned okay. He just turned thirty-four today. Mm-hmm. Happy so, birthday! Happy birthday! He is a fifteen-year NBA veteran. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Teams Look, man, like he's... the Kings keep signing him thinking he's a <laughs> small forward, but he is not a small forward anymore. No. <laughs> he's a power forward. Yes. And and they also just signed Harrison Barnes. Who is also not really a small forward, who's a power forward. Yeah, I mean he he can do both. Like he's a flexible guy. But sure. um he's better at power forward though. I I think he's he's pretty acceptable at both. Okay. Um but if you're the Kings you just signed Dwayne Dedman to play center. Mm-hmm. You have Harry Giles and Marvin Bagley. Yes. Who play power forward. Mm-hmm. I just, I don't really understand what Trevor Reese is doing. <laughs> now it's possible that, that that like second year is like really lightly guaranteed, you know, like all, all these things could be like very partially guaranteed in the second year, but also like, like, how did it work out when the Suns? Right, that's my question. It seems in like exactly <laughs> the same way. Like, wh- yeah, he what got did traded he back year? to the fucking Wizards. Yeah, the two of the worst fucking teams in the NBA with totally dysfunctional teams. So, like, what's happening? <laughs> and also, Corey Joseph—that is just way too much money for Corey Joseph. <laughs> And th- I'm saying this as someone who feels fondly towards Corey Joseph, a Canadian trailblazer. You know, he's still pretty young, but it's just it's just it's weird. <laughs> you know, he and didn't he have some streak of our, our friend Keith Parrish was was tracking the amount of games where Corey Joseph was playing like 25 minutes and just like never scoring. It's just weird. He's not a good outside shooter. Um, I think he's a pretty good defensive player, right? Sure. But I mean, I, I do think he's probably a pretty good defensive player, but, but you don't really need to give a defensive backup point guard, forty million dollars for three years. Especially because especially they still have Yogi Ferrell, right? They do have Yogi Ferrell. Isn't Yogi well, Ferrell like just as good as Corey well, Joseph? His, <laughs> the shape of his talents is dead. Yogi Ferrell, I would say, is uh, not a strong defensive player. Sure, but sure, but I just mean they're both tiny backup point guards. Um, I don't think Corey Joseph is that small. Maybe I'm wrong about that. Yeah, he's like six three. Oh, okay. I thought but, he was like six one or something. But I think he, but I think he's like a defensive specialist, or he better be because <laughs> he doesn't fucking score points. <laughs> um, look, it's befuddling. Uh, he does not have a basketball reference nickname, mainly meaning he hasn't caught on in in china but i wonder if the i wonder if vlade just like remembers him as a he's been on like like smart teams get him so maybe vlade was like well he was on he was on the spurs and the raptors so you know um all right and then finally the wizards paid thomas bryant too much money congratulations thomas bryant 
I I searched while I was making this Wizards rumors to see who else is on their their radar. Do you know who else is on their radar? Who? Quinn Cook. Cool. Yeah. He's from there, right? I assume. I mean, <laughs> um, uh, yeah. The Oklahoma City Thunder brought back Nerlens Noel and asked, also added Mike Muscala. Did, so. Now, did they like flip Mike Muscala last summer? Didn't he come over <laughs> in the in the Carmelo Anthony trade, and then they flipped him for Timothy Luau Cabarro, and then after he was traded to the Clippers and then traded to God, he was on a lot of teams last year, Joey. Um, I but don't Atlanta know. To Oklahoma City to Philly to the Clippers to the Lakers. Yeah, I don't remember that, but um, look, we don't have anything to say. But here's my Mike Muscala rapping. All right, and then finally, one of uh-huh. Sean's favorite players, Thaddeus Young, uh-huh. signed yes. with the Chicago Bulls. I I gotta say, um, this is a great Garpax move. Three years and forty one million for Thaddeus Young. Um, you know, I guess that's a lot of money, but <laughs> but ha- but like. He's 31. Mm-hmm. He just turned 31. You're getting him 31 through 33. Thaddeus is like good at everything. He's not great maybe at anything. But like just a dude who plays both forward positions. Uh, he's like a pretty de- like decent three-point shooter, especially for a big, like really good defensive player. Um, and for a team that, you know, can use a little, they've got what auto Porter and then Lowry Markinen is the, are there two starting forwards? Uh, yeah. Thad Young is like a perfect, I mean, look, Thad Young's a good addition to any team, but, um, he's just really going to help the bulls. I love that. I love this signing, Joey. Jim Boylan. This is going to be his favorite player, Joey. I, I mean, he probably does have an awesome soul, right? He very clearly has an awesome soul. And, uh, you know, he's he's one of the only players in the NBA, you know, in his career who's reached, um, you know. Well, and, you know, Thaddeus Young is one of the only players in NBA history with over 1,700 free throw attempts. Over 4,800 rebounds, over 1,200 assists, over 1,100 steals, and with nearly 410 made three-pointers. That's only him, LeBron James, (laughs) Oscar Robertson, (laughs) and uh, Al Farouk Aminu, weirdly. Oh, well. Um... Is that our show? Did we do them all? <laughs> I think we did them all. 
Okay. Some, I mean, there's there's probably did a lot of news probably broke while we were recording it. Thank God that they moved up the deadline, though, Joey. Why did they do that? I like it so much better when it's midnight. I think they were worried that Windhorse was gonna die. <laughs> um. All right. Call me Mike Jaws of the best kept so secret. Coming from Atlanta now, where the Hawks stay screeching. Ruined, I got three goals and I ain't talking like about a hat trick. One, win the championship. Two, make a smash it. Three, um, have a baby Croatian with my lady, then some grandkids. So, These other rappers shake yeah. Charles backswing. Uh, so I'm going to say right now. Trying to find the um, recipe. I call him Plankton. The flow so appealing. Best rapper in the league. Oh man, what a feeling. Yeah, that's that's pretty crisp. I mean, and then we'll do our Patreon on Friday. We're patreon.com. Uh, we might have Ram like Rock a pod. quick. I'm. I would maybe we'll have like a quick reaction if Kawhi makes a decision. Yeah. I would say. Um, I'm just saying we were already putting two hours in some in your guys's feeds and yeah. um. Yeah, bitches. We could make this a two parter like dunked on. But no, that's for no cowards. <laughs> um, Sean, what do you want to have to plug? Uh, come to the Round Ball Rock listener meetup on July 8th at the Tillman Fertitta slot machine of the Golden Nugget. Come see me. 9 p.m. Yeah, 9 p.m. Uh, see me on 8 p.m. on July 16th at Punchline Comedy Club in San Francisco. Probably about to get acquired by Tillman Fertitta. I wouldn't be surprised. I am co-headlining with Alex Cole. Lineup also includes... Bucky Sinister, Anna Sergina, and Chris Thayer. Call me Mike oh, Jaws of the best kept secret. Yeah. Coming from Atlanta uh, where the Hawks stay oh, screeching. Uh, I got the, three goals and I ain't talking about a hat trick. One, win the championship. Uh, Two, make a smash it. Three, have a baby with my lady, then some grandkids. These other rappers shaky Charles backswing. Trying to find the recipe, I call him Plankton. The flow so appealing. Best rapper in the league. Oh man, what a feeling. Buying an iPhone 6. Maybe I should have written this in ba so all you sheep could read it. <laughs> I uh I have a, an iPhone 6, Joey. Not bragging, but uh Sean, did you write a song? I did. What? I uh I well, look, I'm I don't need to build it up anymore. It's called Katie and the Nets and uh it's okay. co-written with Bernie Taupin. Got it. And um, trust the process. Trust the process. And uh, shut it down. Someone stop stop signing people so we can go to sleep. It's enough. Enough already. Hey, Woj. Brooklyn got more space in. They signed DeAndre Jordan and that guy who's a Freemason. And a ninja guy who's got 10 burner accounts. You're gonna hear a lot of talk about how the world ain't round Say the Golden State Warriors pulled off a sign-in trade Oh, but they're so capped out Not like a Katie and the Nets Oh, Spencer Dinwiddie is wonderful Jared Allen is a block machine Joe Harris shoots a fine, while Kyrie does a line. He's got a whole conspiracy theory. Katie and the Nets. Hey. 
Hey, Shams, Brooklyn stepped the silly. Their only lack is a working right Achilles. Katie's fighting with teenagers on Instagram. But this is why they gave a non-guaranteed year to Trevion Graham. Oh, Duran and Irving had a player option. Oh, but they both opted out. Katie and the Nets. Oh, the Rock Nation is powerful. Got courtside seats for Damon Dash. They're getting open shots. They got two max slots. Barclays is gonna make a lot of cash. Oh, Katie and the Nets. You know, if you really think about it, Shams is like the Bernie Taupin for Woj, which I guess means that Zach Lowe is the Billy Joel since they tour together in two shows. Only Billy Joel would only drink one single beer, and then he wouldn't crash his car, and he'd probably yell at people at concerts in Croatia instead of Russia. You seen her again? Too late, you're all priced out. Just Katie and the Nets. Remember when Jason Kidd spilled his coke? And Jason Williams killed that guy. They traded Dr. J, suspended Michael Ray. You know they've really been a winning team. Oh, Katie and the Nets. on a budget we still deserve nice things quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80 percent less than similar brands they have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at 50 dollars, luxurious italian leather bags and so much more plus quince only works with factories that use safe ethical and responsible manufacturing get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with quince go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365 day returns